Hello, it's me. That's right. Uh, we are back once again. Well, I should say at the moment, I am back. Uh, we've got another solo pod for you again. I know, can't believe it. But uh, thankfully not for the whole pod. Uh, I had the boy join me, I guess, technically earlier. But I'm going to play that at the end of the pod where we went through our picks and kind of our weekly recap. So I had him join uh, join me for that because uh, uh, he had to go a little earlier than we hoped for. Uh, so I guess we'll 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 let him pass uh, this time around uh, again. It seems like we're always doing that, but that's all right. I thought I'd um, I I man, man the helm by myself once again. Um, I mean, rumor has it he's he's off. Uh, with the lady once more, but uh, looking for puppies is what uh, is what the uh, the rumor is at the moment. So I mean, I guess we'll we'll let it slide for some puppies. I mean, puppies they're they're pretty a pretty close contender there with uh, football. So <laughs> I guess I guess we'll we'll be okay with it this time. Um, but man, uh. We are coming to you on Thursday, November 3rd. Uh, trade deadline has passed just, what, a day or two ago. And boy, was it a crazy one. Uh, I believe it was kind of a a record for how many trades <laughs> that went down. It was it was really unbelievable. Um I mean, I, I I kind of expected a few, and honestly, I thought maybe they would come from the Panthers, as we saw them kind of fully embrace the tank. But uh, they they really didn't do anything. The Panthers, uh, the, all these other trades, kind of came from everyone else. So it, it was really, I think, came as a surprise from a lot of people. But uh, again, I think it kind of goes back to what we talked about, maybe a few podcast episodes ago uh, about uh, being self-conscious, being self-aware of where you are as a franchise, as a team, and then, you know, determining, hey, we're clearly not going anywhere this year. Let's, you know, let's let's make some moves and build for the future. Um, and that's smart, you know, that that's smart business. That's how you that's how you do it. So, uh, you know, you, you gotta you gotta love seeing that uh, if you're a fan of, of any of these teams that ended up, you know, making a move, whether it was uh, trading away somebody or uh, trading for somebody, because, you know, uh, I guess the other side of that is realizing, Oh, Hey, we, we were better than we thought, or, or we're actually a pretty good team. And, you know, we're a few pieces away to, from being a real contender. So let's go, let's go make that happen. Let's go, uh, let's go get those few pieces that we need and, um, you know, make a run at it. So you love, you love to see that. It, uh, it definitely just means more enjoyable content for uh, us NFL fans and um, better games, hopefully on Sundays. So yeah, I am all for it. Um, so I, 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 I wanted to kind of run through once more kind of the news that's that's circling the the NFL world at the moment. Obviously, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of hit 
every one of the trades that went down. Talk about it, uh, what it means uh, for the teams. We'll, we'll probably do the, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely do the um, comfy or an easy um, segment here with, with each uh, news that has happened. I've got the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Houston Texans game on in the background, so I'm, I'm kind of watching that. Uh, maybe get some live reaction to that right now. It's the fourth quarter. Eagles are up 21 to 17. So, uh, you know, a lot closer of a game than I think maybe we originally thought. So, uh, and, and Hey, there's a team in the Eagles who did not, uh, you know, back down from making more moves, you know, uh, there's, they're the still undefeated seven and zero currently, and, um, probably will stay that way for a, a minute. Um, and you know they just they just brought in some more talent you know to get to get even better so uh it, it's crazy but i again gotta gotta give it to them for realizing hey you know we might be actually pretty good and we might actually have a shot at uh, winning the whole thing this year so let's do everything we can to to do it and make it happen um i wanted to wanted to touch up on the news that is happening kind of at the moment, um, as I'm recording, and maybe get it out of the way <laughs> for those of you who aren't as interested as maybe uh, us Commanders fans are. But the bro news broke yesterday, yesterday morning. I'm sad because uh, I was I was caught up at work uh, with with lots of work things and could not uh, really <laughs> pay attention to what was happening. Um, I honestly did not know what was happening until uh, like later that night. And I was just kind of catching up on everything and was just uh, shocked of, of what I was reading and seeing um, and, and kind of upset <laughs> that I missed it, but you know, it, it happens. Um, but the, the owner of the Washington Commanders, Daniel Snyder, uh, him and his wife, Tanya, have hired, um, I, I can't remember the bank, but they basically hired a bank to help advise them about future transactions is what it first said. This news broke by Forbes.com, uh, the well-known kind of uh, magazine, I guess you could say, yeah, the, the, uh, they're pretty well known with business and everything like that. Um, and in the, in this article by Forbes, they said, uh, it, it was to, yeah, I, I guess they said it was to either sell the team completely or to, um, uh, help, bring on some minority owners so to bring on some other owners to help kind of bring in some extra cash into the organization which makes sense uh currently the Snyders are the sole owners of the Washington Commanders so everything comes out of his pocket um so you know um they're currently trying to get a new stadium and he doesn't have enough money so one way to to help with that is to bring on some other owners um, that kind of help, you know, pay for an expensive stadium. Um, but 
So, you know, I guess when we saw that, everyone was kind of like, oh, you know, whatever. Makes sense. He needs some extra cash. Um, but uh, the some reporters for the team asked a representative uh, of the Snyders and the commanders to comment on on this report and um and basically said you know how mu- was this move made to to sell the team and they said uh, we are keeping all of our options open that was the their answer pretty much um so it wasn't it wasn't a, a no <laughs> and it wasn't i guess a yes either but from what it sounds like a lot of very smart business people who you know have experience in these type of things basically said that's them saying uh, putting up a for sale sign uh on the franchise saying hey you know bring your bring on your bids and uh you know let's see let's see who's really interested in, in purchasing uh this this nfl franchise um so that is really when it kind of everything started to kind of gained some momentum some steam because um this was a very this was a very different change of tone than what we were hearing last week or a couple weeks ago as i should say when the um, same thing was really asked uh that um you know snyder the snyders were not even thinking of selling and they never would um now fast forward to now and now all of a sudden they're keeping all of their options on the table uh supposedly so very interesting change of events here uh i guess a few thoughts that i have is the i want to say shortly after um this kind of news came out uh the espn reported that uh, the feds were going to investigate the Washington Commanders and their uh, their kind of financial situation. Um, supposedly, there, there's been some accusations that they've been, I guess, somehow stealing or hiding money that they're supposed to be either giving to the NFL or to fans. Um, and uh, supposedly... Uh, the, yeah, they've somehow been getting away with not not uh, being very honest with uh, with how much money they're making or how much money they're supposed to be returning via refunds and things like this. Um, and so, the, you know, the feds are going to be kind of investigating them. <laughs> uh, this on top of other investigations that are still going on, one con- being conducted by the NFL. Um, into the workplace culture of the commanders and kind of what's going on there. Uh, there's been reports that uh, the owner, Daniel Snyder, has has uh, been inappropriate with some female employees and some other kind of crazy things going on there. I won't dive too deep into that. Uh, you can, I'm sure you can find it if you're interested. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a mess. So plenty of accusations and plenty of... Um, of investigations going on here but i find it uh very odd that uh, this news comes out shortly before um 
or sorry, I mean, shortly after the, the Snyder's come out and say, hey, we're looking to sell. I think they knew that, uh, you know, something was going to be discovered, something very uh, damning, something very, um, very bad, I guess you could say, <laughs> something that uh, they were not going to be able to recover from. And um, and they might have I think they might have been given an, the option uh, from the NFL or from the other owners to either sell the team themselves or they will be kicked out and lose everything basically. Um, and so obviously you're going to want to sell, you know, get as much money for it as you can. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, and then walk away like nothing ever happened. Um, so I, yeah, I find that very interesting. I think, I think the Snyder's knew uh, something something was coming uh and uh, this was them just waving the white flag being like hey <laughs> all right <laughs> you got us we surrender uh we'll sell the team and um and 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 yeah just just please don't release these findings don't release these crazy you know what's actually been happening you know with me and this franchise let me just sell it keep my money and and then I'll be out of your hair forever and um so honestly i that's that's what i see uh being what's kind of caused all this i i have a hard time believing other billionaires would want to partner with this kind of scumbag um in uh, you know in in owning this franchise that's that's really struggling right now because of the current owner and uh, there was there was minority owners before in the past with Daniel Snyder, and but the, that those relationships went sour and they turned on Daniel Snyder and made him buy them out basically and um, and that's why they're no longer uh, you know a minority owner on the team and um, so I I think other billionaire owners are seeing that. And being like, well, why would I, you know, want to be part of that? You know, that that honestly just sounds like it's going to end up bad for me. So I think everything's pointing towards this being a, a, a for sure sell of the team. And um, as a Commanders fan myself, and I know plenty of other Commanders fans around the world, this is our Super Bowl. <laughs> we have been... Uh, begging and demanding that um, this scumbag of an owner sell for the longest time. I mean, ever since I I started rooting and, and watching and cheering for this team, I knew this was an issue. The owner was, was a problem and that uh, he had to go. And I, you know, it never seemed like an actual possibility, but uh, it, it, it does now more than ever. And I think uh, this is, this is big time news. Uh, I guess to kind of go along with the <laughs> comfy or uneasy, um, you know, the uneasy part is that you you, you don't really know what the future holds. Uh, you know, uh, obviously it's going to be another billionaire coming in, buying the team and, um, 
you know that 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 future is unknown we don't really know who uh, who's gonna buy it and what that's gonna look like and maybe you know he's just as bad as our current owner um but honestly i, I i'm sitting comfy with this news here uh i'm sitting very comfy that that change much needed change is finally happening um and honestly it, it can't get much worse than what it's been um the the commanders have been they're they're a storied franchise don't get it wrong they've uh, won three super bowls they uh were you know a very good franchise um you know a, a long time ago uh before i was born they were they were you know iconic but ever uh daniel snyder buys the team and what like year 1999 or something like that and ever since then uh, he just crumbled this franchise and they just have not been the same since and um you know it's unfortunate just because uh it's a it's a yeah again it's a historic franchise that deserves better um so yeah it it can't get much worse to be honest Uh, i don't i don't care who the next owner is i i think anything would be a step up from what we've had so far um there then kind of some other fun things with that um people people magazine or, or people.com I, I you know the people magazine you know you see those in the stores they come out and report that um jeff bezos um the founder of amazon is preparing a bid for the washington commanders uh there's been plenty of rumors and news that's been reported that he's been interested in buying an NFL franchise since 2019. So he's been very interested for many years now. And uh, he kind of has connections in DC. He owns the Washington post right now. Um, and so he, he, he has that connection. Uh, I know there's been plenty of other, um, you know, plans and, and rumors of him wanting to build a big, amazon factory or whatnot uh, over there in dc as well so he has connections so that um you know that would make sense but um yeah yeah and obviously he has you know unlimited funds uh you know i don't think purchasing an nfl franchise is going to be an issue for him money wise but um in the people's article it it said he and um jay-z the iconic music artist who's also kind of gotten involved with uh, sports marketing and and sports um business uh him and jay-z are we're going to partner to come up with a bid together uh to become kind of co-owners uh of of the commanders i think that would be very cool having those two guys come in and, and maybe take over uh but we are kind of a long ways away. Uh, there's there there's been other kind of big billionaire guys uh, who have supposedly shown interest. So I know there's going to be plenty of interest, even though the Commanders are what currently one of the worst franchises in the NFL right now. Uh, but you, not every day that an NFL team goes up for sale, and so uh, even if the Commanders are are you know a poor franchise currently. I think they know the rich history of this team and that if they can get it back to where it once was with the support of all these fans, um, 
it it uh, it's it's got a ton of potential to just bring in so much cash uh, for the for, for whoever ends up being the new owner. Uh, and, and the NFL is king anyway. They 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 just print stacks of money every year with their TV deals and and everything else. So you know uh, this you know this would be a very big get for whoever ends up uh, buying this franchise. So don't, don't get it twisted. I think there'll be plenty of interest and um, hopefully uh, whoever ends up buying it uh, can kind of get in here and get things corrected and fixed quickly. And uh, we can, we can have, uh, you know, this historic franchise be back on, be back on top once again. And I'm not saying that just because I'm a commander's fan. I think, I think a lot of, you know, non-commanders fans who know, who know the history, would agree with me there. Um, all righty, all righty. That, uh, that, that'll wrap up our commander's talk. Um, let's go ahead and maybe jump into some, some of the big time NFL trades that went, that went, uh, that went around the league, um, what, a couple of days ago. Um, and I've kind of so many happened that honestly I don't want to forget any of the big boys, but um, I'm just gonna. I found like kind of a list of of the trades that happened and the compensation that was involved on NFL.com. So I'm just gonna go from that list. Um, so it's not really gonna be in order when it happened, just because so much happened and it all happened so quickly that um, uh, you know it would be pretty hard to. Or yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty hard to kind of try and get them all in order. But let's go ahead and start with the um the Chicago Bears trading star linebacker Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens. In return, the Bears get AJ Klein, another linebacker, a 2023 second round pick, and a 2023 third round pick. Um, I'll start with the, with the Ravens, uh, again, with this segment comfy or uneasy, I'm sitting, I'm sitting comfy here. If I'm the Ravens, uh, if I'm being honest, Roquan is a, as a, a, one of the best linebackers in the NFL. I think at the moment he, he's a, a top talent for sure. And, um, you're 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 a good team too. I mean, you've got lots of you got talent all over the field, offense and defense, and uh, you know, so they've got a chance to to make some noise. And uh, you know, he's only going to help them in that. So, and 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 again, you only give up. I mean, you give up a linebacker who I don't think was really playing much for you anyway. Uh, second round and a third round pick uh, next year. I mean, and they're pretty, they're, you know, they're pretty high picks, but uh, I think something that uh, Pat McAfee was was saying on his show, the Pat McAfee show, that I actually kind of agree with, uh, it makes sense, was maybe I think a lot of teams and maybe even people in general overvalue draft picks, uh, and we're kind of seeing maybe a trend towards this thinking that draft picks are really not as valuable as maybe we think uh, because it's really kind of a crapshoot of if, if that draft pick ends up being, you know, a really good player or not. Um, 
And uh, who knows? And honestly, those picks take a while to develop anyway. So, you know, you don't really get a, a premium talent with those picks until, uh, you know, what, three, four years down the line. So why are we valuing these picks so much? You know, you look at the Ravens or sorry, the, the, the Rams, you look at the, um, the 49ers now, you know, they're trading all their picks to just bring in proven stars and, you know, makes sense. Um, you know, you're, you're trading for a guy, you know, is good. You know what his skills, his talents are. Uh, so you know what you're going to get rather than holding on to these picks who are really unknown commodities. You have no idea who's going to be available by the time you get that pick. You don't know, you know, how long that player is going to take to develop to actually turn into a player. Um, so, yeah, I mean, why not? Especially if you're, you know, you're, you're close, uh, you're, or you're, you know, even if you're like pretty close, yeah, do it, trade, trade those picks and, and bring in a guy, you know, is going to play well and how he fits your defense. So uh, I like it. I like it. You're getting a guy, you know, is good and uh, can elevate your defense. Um, as for the bears, um, I'm sitting comfy if I'm a bears fan as well. Uh, because you weren't going anywhere <laughs> this year. I think we all kind of knew it was, it, you know, you're you're kind of a rebuilding team still. Uh, Roquan wasn't very happy at the beginning of the year. Um, he felt like he was kind of getting shaded with his contract negotiations and whatnot. And it, it looked like he was going to get traded before the year even started. Uh, they kind of worked some things out. He ended up staying. Uh, but just to get traded right, right on the deadline day, basically. Um, but, you know, it makes sense. No reason to hold on to him. I know, you know, you drafted him and, and you know, he's a great player for you, but you're still several, a couple years away. And I, I just don't think um, he was, he, he was going to be around for it anyway. Um so why not trade them now before you just lose them for nothing, trade them for some picks. And again, they they'll be, they won't be the best picks because the Ravens are going to be good. So, you know, they will be higher second and third round picks, but you know, again, get some picks, bring in some younger guys, develop. And then you, you get a, a linebacker in AJ Klein who, you know, who knows, maybe he'll turn into something and maybe he, he, he fits, he can fit on your team and, and get some more playing time here and, and maybe show something. So, um, I'm, I'm comfy with, with both of these teams and the, in the trade that they made. Uh, okay. Let's go down uh, to the next trade here. We've got the Miami dolphins traded a 2023 first round pick. They had that pick via the 49ers, a 2024 fourth round pick and running back chase Edmonds to the Denver Broncos for linebacker, uh, outside linebacker Bradley Chubb. And a 2025 fifth round pick. Again, I'll start with the Dolphins here. Um, <clears throat> man, this one's tough. Dolphins are good, and I think they're better than maybe we thought, but I still don't know if they're good enough to really be competing at the highest level. Um you know, I, I don't know. Some one week they, you know, they show up and they play really well, but the next week it seems like they're, they're getting beat by, a, you know, a team that they probably shouldn't lose to. Um, but 
you know, honestly, I, I, I and, and, and you give up a first rounder for him, you know, honestly, I, I, I'll go, I'll go comfy here. I'll go comfy. I think Bradley Chubb, he's still a young, good, uh, outside linebacker, great pass rusher. And to be honest, I wonder if the dolphins were looking at this year's draft. I was kind of thinking this the other day, looking at the draft, uh, this draft class that's coming out and thinking, man, there's not, there's not a premium, uh, pass rusher in this year's draft. Uh, it just doesn't seem like there's that chase young, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, uh, even Aiden Hutchinson type pass rusher in this draft, uh, which is pretty rare. Normally there's, you know, a few, but um, I, I might be wrong. I might be missing somebody, but it seems like this year it does seem a little void of pass rushers. So I think maybe Miami's thinking we really need a pass rusher. We don't see one in this year's draft. We think if we get a pass rusher, it's really going to change our defense quite a bit and help us out a lot. Let's go ahead and just trade again, trade unknown commodities, unknown picks that we have no idea uh, what they're going to mean or, or be for a guy that we know is good and has a ton of talent. He was a high draft pick when he was picked up by the, by the Broncos. So he's, he's got enough talent, you know, he's, he's, he's a proven star, um, you know, and that way we don't have to worry about it in this next year's draft. We've got our pass rusher and now we can focus on maybe uh, building the, the other parts of the team building them up and, and, and growing uh, and getting other needs uh, that we have. So yeah, I'm, I'm sitting comfy here and, and you look at the first round pick they gave up. It's a, it's the 49ers 49ers look pretty good. And and I think they're going to get even better now that the McCaffrey's on the team. Um, So, uh, you know, it was probably going to be a high first round pick anyway. And so, you know, that makes it a little better. I think if, if you're a Dolphins fan um, switching over here to the, the Broncos, man, you know, honestly, I, I'd sit comfy too. I think this year hasn't gone as, as well as you were hoping for. And I think that this is again, going back to kind of self reflection. I think, uh, you know, this is a good self reflect move saying being like, Hey, uh, we, we're not as good as we thought. Maybe we need some more talent, uh, some more, uh, yeah, an influx of talent. And, um, you know, what better way to do that than to trade, you know, one of our best players for, for some picks and uh, you know, hopefully we can draft well and, and bring in some younger guys that'll help, help this team out for the future. So yeah, makes sense. You know, you get a first rounder, uh, Chase Edmonds is, you know, okay. Running back. You, you lost um, Javante Williams. So, you know, maybe that'll help with, with the running back uh, issues. But yeah, I, I think it's about those picks, you know. Uh, yeah, again, I, 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 you know, you're probably not going to do much this year. You're not, you're not winning the Super Bowl <laughs> with with how you've been playing. So let's go ahead. Let's 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 look to the future and look for ways we can uh, bring on bring some more younger talent onto the team so we can rebuild. All right, moving along here. Sorry, there's there's a lot to get to. Uh, <laughs> that just tells you how many moves there was. I'm sure you guys all saw them, but um, we are we are continuing to to chug along here. 
All right. Uh, so we've got uh, another Bears trade. Bears were very active here. We've got um, Chicago Bears traded a 2023 second round pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers for Chase Claypool, wide receiver. Again, I'm starting here with the Bears. And man, you know, I'd probably go. I'd probably sit comfy here if I'm the Bears. And again, I think it kind of goes back to the trading an unknown commodity for a known commodity. I, th I think we know Chase Claypool is a very good receiver. You know, he's got a ton of talent. Um, he hasn't really shown it too much this year since um, the quarterback play hasn't been the best in, in Pittsburgh. But um, when when he was with Big Ben, um, he you know he was great. He really showed flashes uh, and uh, big, tall receiver with uh, you know big wide catch radius. And I think that's exactly what you need uh, if you're trying to help uh, Justin Fields, who can be a little erratic and and kind of all over the place at times with his throws. And so I think it's a perfect uh, combination there. Uh, and then now you've got you know him. Darnell Mooney um, and uh, Cole Komet, you know, you've got a nice young bunch of players that, uh, you know, you can grow with for the future. And so he, he he's still a young player. I know he's been in the league a couple of years, but, I, you know, he's still a young player and, and still he's going to have a ton of years left still. So, yeah, um, I like it. Yeah, I'm sitting comfy if, I, if I'm a Bears fan. Now, on the other side, Steelers, I'm sitting comfy for this one too. Uh, Steelers are like known for drafting really good receivers. Like it seems like every year they're always drafting a really good receiver. So honestly, what's what's losing another receiver? And, you know, go ahead, take them. We'll, we'll, we'll take a second round pick for them and we'll just, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll get another receiver if we need to with that second round pick and he'll be just as good, if not better than Chase Claypool. But um, yeah, they got a ton of receivers. I, I, you know, that was one position that they really don't need help with, and uh, you know, I think they knew it, and that's why they were they were okay giving up a, a young, a, a young good player for a second round pick because, you know, they they've got plenty of <laughs> young talented receivers. Uh, you know, I know I don't think they're gonna lose sleep at night for for losing that one. Um, let, let's go ahead and throw in some fantasy fantasy uh fantasy football advice here with this trade um our first kind of offensive player trade that we've talked about uh you know fantasy is a big part of of nfl and, and football so you know uh, i thought we'd include some of that but honestly i don't know if it means too much in fantasy i think it definitely increases the stock of chase claypool i think it definitely makes him a better fantasy asset but i don't think it's enough to make him a guaranteed starter week in and week out i think we'll have to wait and see but i, I just don't think the bears throw it enough currently to make it make him you know an absolute star in fantasy but i think it helps because uh in pittsburgh there was just so many weapons and again rookie rookie quarterback um you know they were they were struggling and so 
and it showed uh, Chase just really, yeah, was was useless in fantasy. So I think this will help because you you've got a second year quarterback, uh, and again, I think he, he fits exactly what you want in a receiver, um, a receiving weapon for Justin Fields, and you know they're gonna they're gonna do what they can to make this work out and, and make it effective because they they traded for him so. Um, yeah, I think it helps, but not quite ready to say, "Hey, put him in your lineups." He's 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 you know he's going to be a, a stud for you. I think we wait and see what happens. And honestly, I don't think he's going to be super effective until maybe next year, after he's had maybe a whole off season to work with him. After Justin Fields has had another year under his belt to grow to learn, and maybe that offense uh, has again has another year and off season to kind of get acclimated to all these new players and uh, how, how to use them effectively. All right. Continuing along here, another big time trade. We've got the Minnesota Vikings trading a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 third round pick to the Minnesota Vikings for tight end uh, Vikings get TJ Hawkinson a 2023 fourth round pick and a 2024 conditional fourth round pick. Um, I'll, I, I'll start with the Vikings here. Man, I'll be honest. I think I'm sitting. Man. Yeah. Man, this this one's hard. I, I think I'll go I'll go comfy as well. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of comfies here. I just thought, you know, some good trades. Some good trades went down. Give me comfy here. I mean, TJ Hawkinson is a beast, big time tight end. Um, and that's something that Minnesota, you know, has lacked. Uh, you know, Kyle Rudolph was really good for him there for a couple of years, but he kind of got old and wasn't the same. Um so I and TJ's you know young talented beast in there, and uh, you know I think why not you know bring on the weapons. Uh, I, I, this is definitely a sign of a team that thinks they have a shot at making some noise in the playoffs, and maybe making a run at the Super Bowl. And um, so they're they're going for it. You know trading their future picks for a guy that they think could could help them make a, a deep run here. Um, so, you know, you, you, you gotta love it cause they are six and one, they've only lost one game and, uh, you know, they've got the commanders <laughs> this week, which, you know, isn't the, the toughest test. So they could easily be seven and one, uh, by the end of uh, this week and, you know, they're sitting, sitting good and, uh, you know, have a, have a nice new weapon for them. Um, the only reason it was a little difficult for me is, is, uh, I don't know. I just do they use the tight end, you know, enough to to warrant these picks? I mean, I guess you only lost a second rounder uh, this year, and then a fourth or third rounder next year. Um, and again, the <laughs> right now the Vikings look really good, so that pick, you know, those picks will probably be pretty high picks uh not as valuable 
Um, and, and you get a third, a fourth round pick this year in return as well. So, you know, I, th- I think it's a pretty fair trade, you know, for both sides. Um, and, and again, it, it kind of goes back to, to trading for known commodities. You know, we know TJ is a beast. He's really good. And, um, you know, who knows if there's anybody better than that in this year's draft anyway. So yeah, why not for the lions? Um, I, you know, I feel for the lions. I, I kind of wish they didn't make this trade just cause I loved TJ on the lions and I really liked the lions. I was hoping, you know, and he was a young piece, you know, you'd, you'd like to see him hold on to those guys and, and have them around for when you kind of turn things around and start playing better. But unfortunately that time is not, has not arrived yet. And so uh, I think you, you, you gotta, you gotta, again, aim for the future. Uh, they, they've shown some encouraging signs, the lions, but they are, the complete opposite of the Vikings. They're one and six. Uh, so they've only won one game and uh, you know, they're, there's still quite a bit of holes as, as we can tell. So go ahead again, trade uh, one of your studs and, and get some younger uh, or get, get some picks so you can hopefully uh, bring on some younger talent and uh, develop some better players that, that'll you know be around for when you hopefully turn it around uh let's touch this one up on uh fantasy as well i mean tj you were probably already starting them every week anyway just because tight end position in fantasy is so bad um so i mean i feel like this only um this only enhances that point i guess uh i think i think um I think he's probably going to be about the same as what he was in Detroit, to be honest. I don't know if if this increases his his value or decreases it. I think it's probably about the same. Uh, I think that offense will probably be better in in Minnesota, which will help. But there's more weapons in Minnesota, and so he probably won't see the ball as much. Whereas in the the Lions offense wasn't as good, but they didn't have as many weapons. And so they really kind of had to, you know, feed the ball (laughs) to their one really good tight end. And so he he saw a lot, a lot of targets. Um, So I think those kind of balance each other out. So, I mean, you're starting them just because, you know, there really isn't anybody else better. And unless he just really tanks it, tanks for the rest of the season which i highly doubt i mean yeah you're you're not benching them and they've already had their buy which is nice too so um they'll be yeah they'll you'll have them for the rest of the year all righty then we've got um the philadelphia eagles sent a 2023 fourth round pick for defensive end robert quinn um Sorry, they traded the the Eagles traded a fourth round pick to the Bears. The Bears sent Robert Quinn, um, star defensive end for the Bears, uh, was one of the top leading, uh, one of the top sack leaders in the NFL last year. Um, but he he's a veteran. Uh, you know, he's an older older player. Um, so 
yeah i i'm sitting comfy if i'm if i'm fans of both these teams and again it goes back to eagles see themselves being in contention this year uh you know they're they're a really good team and they they, they have a shot at uh you know winning the whole thing this year so you know go ahead send a fourth round pick they've got a they've still got a ton of picks in this next year's draft so it's not like they're you know tanking their future um they'll still have plenty of picks to to continue to build the, their roster um so and, and it's only a fourth rounder you know not 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 something that you're too worried about and I think it goes back to that point I made with the uh, defensive ends and uh, pass rushers. You know, I just don't know if this draft has the, any of, you know, those top guys that, uh, that you want to see in this draft. And so why not go get one that, you know, is good that you know has proven himself in the NFL before and um, you know, go make it happen. And, and you don't, you don't have to rely on the draft to, to get one. Um, and uh you know, Robert Quinn's an older player, so who knows how many years he's got left. But I, uh, last year he was great, kind of had a down year. He was having a down year this year, but maybe he can – maybe that's more of the situation he's in <laughs> as far as, like, the Bears go rather than he's lost a step or something like that. So, uh, yeah, bring, bring in a guy that you know can, can you know, produce on the field, and, uh, and he, he's definitely going to help. Uh, he, he's a weapon on that defensive defensive side of the ball. All right. Uh, yes, the Calvin Ridley trade. So we have the Jacksonville Jaguars traded a 2023 fifth-round pick, a conditional fifth-round pick, and a 2024 conditional second-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons for wide receiver Calvin Ridley. Um. So Calvin Ridley, we haven't seen this year. He he is suspended for the whole year uh, due to betting on games um, while playing in the NFL, which is a big no-no, obviously. That's why he kind of got the big year suspension. Um, and let's see. If I'm talking with Jaguars here, if I'm the Jaguars... I think I'm sitting comfy here. I think wide receiver is is one of their biggest needs on this team. Um, I'm getting ready to to kind of prepare for for the the NFL draft and and trying to come up with um, positions that each team really needs right now. And um, wide receiver is a big one for me uh, for the Jags. They really don't have that number one kind of guy and i think calvin ridley you know has the talent to, to be that guy uh it feels like forever since we've seen him since he's been gone for so long but i think he's still got it uh you know this is kind of a, a an off year for him so he'll be rested uh healed up from any maybe injuries or anything he might have and he'll be ready to go for next year and you kind of pair him with you know quarterback who uh, who's the guy in Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, look out. Uh, and and then now they've got their number one guy and a bunch of other kind of B and C type receivers who I think will be nice, good complementary pieces. 
around Calvin Ridley. Um, I think that offense is is going to be uh, is going to look a lot better than than it did this year. So uh, I like it. And again, you you only send uh, you know some conditional picks. So depending on what happens with Ridley and how he performs, will determine you know the value of those picks which you know i'm okay with um yeah I, I i'm okay with that sending some conditional picks um and uh the the flip side uh with the falcons I, i'm man i don't know i might be sitting a little uneasy here but i get it just because you know, Ridley's had, you know, this is kind of a big off the field issue. And, you know, maybe you're a little worried about that and you're not really sure, you know, if this is going to be, uh, you know, if this is going to happen again or what kind of character issues uh, may come up in the future with him. Um, but, it, you know, I would have loved to seen him with Kyle Pitts and Drake London, um, you know, and, and you've got some good young running backs. Um you know, I would have loved to seen them all there on the field together. I think that that could have been a pretty fun offense to watch, but uh, it doesn't look like we're gonna get that. Um, you know, but uh, but the flip side of that as well is, you know, receiver isn't the hardest position to find, especially nowadays in the draft. It seems like, uh, you know, more and more receivers who are absolute studs continue to come out and, and, you know, perform right away once they come out of the league. So, you know, it, that's definitely a position that you'll be able to, I think, find in the draft. Um, I don't like getting just conditional picks for, you know, a pretty good receiver. Um, but from what, what I understand, they'll most likely turn out to be a, a fifth and a second and, you know, in a second rounder next year, uh, especially for a Falcons team that's in the rebuild, you know, they, they've got a couple years before they're going to be making noise, um, you know, so, you know, you're going to love that second round pick next year just because that's just going to add to your to your rebuild, you know, so that's not the worst thing, I guess. But, uh, you know, I just would have loved to see all those talented pieces on the field together i think that that could have been pretty fun um oh yes and now we've got the katarius tony trade uh we continue i mean my goodness um so the kansas city chiefs traded a 2023 third round compensatory pick and a 2023 sixth round pick to the new york jets and the or sorry, the New York Giants and the New York Giants are trading wide receiver Kadarius Tony to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'll start here with the Chiefs. Um, and again, another team that's got a shot here. You know, they're looking good. Uh, they've, you know, they've done it fairly recently, so they know they can do it again. You've got Patrick Mahomes. You've, you've got a bunch of talent. Your team's playing well. So, yeah, this is a trade you make. To, to, to further push you uh, to the Super Bowl and, and winning it. Um, and uh, yeah, for, uh, could, I mean, you didn't really give too much up either. 
um you know kind of a couple later round picks for a guy who who was a first round talent and so he's had some off the field issues and some injuries but um you know he i think the talent is worth the risk he's so good and um you know he he could be maybe that kind of Tyreek type player for you Tyreek Hill type player for you if um you know if everything breaks right and if it doesn't you know he only lost a couple later round picks you know, again, not a huge deal. Um, but uh, yeah, the talent, I think, it, again, is worth the risk here. Um, and I I got to applaud the Giants here. I think the Giants easily could have been like, no, you know, we're six and two. You know, we're really good this year. We, we might have it, you know, we need uh, all the help we can get. We might be able to make some noise in the playoffs and, and you know, maybe win a Super Bowl. Um, rather than, you know, thinking that, they... I thought they had some really good self-reflection here and saying, Hey, you know, Kadarius, Tony, he's been really hurt for us. Uh, it seems like every game he's out with some new injury. Um, you know, he, he's, he's kind of been a pain in the butt too, um, with some off the field issues and some whining and complaining and things, uh, you know, so they didn't seem being a part of the future and I, I don't blame them for that. So, you know, why not get what you can for him? And uh, and at the same time, I don't think the Giants are are a top contender. You know, the, 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 sure, what they've been doing this year is impressive, but I think it's pretty obvious that some of these other teams have a lot more talent than they do. So, you know, look to the future. Look to to bring in some picks so you can continue to to fill out and build your roster because. Um, you know, you're, you're not quite there yet. Uh, and so, yeah, I like it. I like it. Bring, uh, bring on the picks and, um, you know, let's, let's look to, to improve for the future. Cause, uh, you know, we're, again, we're, we're maybe a couple pieces away still. Um, let, let's maybe talk a little bit about the fantasy aspect here. Um, I think, oh, I forgot to talk about fantasy with, uh, Calvin Ridley, but maybe I'll go back to that one after this here, but uh, why not pick Kadarius Tony up? You know, uh, it, it sounds like he's healthy. Um, <laughs> it sounds like those hamstrings held up real quick once that trade went through. So, you know, he, he's worth the risk. Again, I, I think it's the same in fantasy as it is in real life. You know, he's worth picking up. He, he might even just be sitting on the waiver wire or whatever uh, in your league because somebody dropped him because he hasn't been playing all year long. Uh, why not? You know, the Chiefs offense is so explosive, you know, they can turn anybody into, you know, a fantasy asset. Especially Kadarius Tony, who was, you know, a first round talent. So, yeah, pick him up. I, I'm not saying start him, you know, I want to see him out there a couple games, you know, get him uh, acclimated in the offense. I'm sure Andy's re- Andy Reid's offense might be, you know, take a couple weeks to learn and understand and things, but at least pick him up, stash him on your benches and see what happens. Uh, Cause yeah, he's a really good player. And I, I think he could be, he could be um, yeah, a really good player for your fantasy teams as well. If everything breaks, right. Uh, there, I know there's only, you know, the season's starting to wind down here, but I think, it, you know, why not pick him up? If, if you've got the roster space, which, you know, you probably do. I'm sure you could find someone to, to drop or, 
or put on IR or whatever. And then, yeah, give him a shot and, and see, uh, see if, uh, see what happens, you know, see if, if he turns into, to a stud for you. Um, Cause you know, he's, he, again, he's got the talent and with Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball. Yeah. Uh, sky's the limit. Um, real quick, obviously Calvin Ridley isn't playing this year. This is more for next year. Uh, I, I'd be very, I don't know. I, I, I want to say I'll be invested in Calvin Ridley next year on my fantasy teams. Obviously, a lot depends on what, what the team does as far as the draft and free agency. But um, as things stand right now, yeah, I'd be interested. Not a super high pick, but maybe middle, middle later rounds. Um, because, again, Trevor Lawrence, he's the real deal. You know, he's a, he's a beast. Um, and, you know, if he can get a really good – uh, connection there with Ridley. I think they could be a really good tandem together. They they do have quite a bit of receivers on that team. And so, you know, that's the one thing I would worry about in fantasy is the how many targets he'd really get. And um, if it's, you know, if there's just, if they just spread the ball around so much that there really isn't one guy on that team, that's going to be, you know, a star for you but I think he might be worth the risk in kind of the middle rounds and see, you know, uh, he's a phenomenal talent and really good player. And again, coming off a year where he didn't play, you know, he's going to be fresh, ready to go and ready to prove himself. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'd keep, I'd keep my eye on, on him and, and the Jaguars and see, you know, what else happens in the off season. And if anything else anybody else gets added to the team or anything like that, but uh, you know, he might be, he might be a good pickup next year. All right. All right. What else do we got here? Um, we talked about the James Robinson trade. We talked about the Robbie Anderson trade. Um, which one's this? Okay, yeah, there was some, there was some kind of some smaller trades that maybe we don't have to touch up on, but um, a couple more here. Let's let's go ahead and talk about uh, let's go ahead and talk about yeah the Naheem Hines trade. So the Buffalo Bills trade running back Zach Moss and a 2023 fifth round pick to the Indianapolis Colts for running back Naheem Hines. Um, real quick, again, I think Buffalo kind of needed, I'm, I'm sitting comfy here if I'm a Bills fan. You're always sitting comfy here with the Bills. Bills are just a, a, a top class organization, one of the best teams in the league. Um, they're a phenomenal run team organization. And um, I don't think they could ever go wrong with, with whatever they do. They're just a very impressive team. Um, but they needed more kind of pass catching type running backs. And that's what they get here with Naheem Hines. I feel like Zach Moss was a lot like um, Devin Singletary, who's already on the team. And so, you know, there, there might've been a little too much repetition there. Um, and I think they might, have needed a little more diversity there in that running back room. And I think Nahi Hines can give them that with his pass, pass catching ability. 
and um, you know, uh, again, just another added weapon there to the to the uh, to the Bills to make a to try and make a big time run at at the Super Bowl. Um, and then, as far as the Indianapolis Colts, um, you know, I'm sitting comfy too. I mean, you've had Naheem Hines for a while now. He's been a decent player for you, but you know, he's he's not like a major piece of your team. He's not he's not a big part of your future. So bring in Zach Moss, who I think is still a, a good running back, good young running back. I think could be a good kind of one-two punch there with uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's still a good player. So uh, you know, you get a, you get a, a good back there um, to hopefully help your running game, which is struggling right now. Uh, and and then you get a pick for the future because again, you're 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 not really going anywhere <laughs> this year. Um, so, you know, bring in a pick, see if you can't um, get a little younger uh, and, and maybe, you know, retool a little bit with those picks. Because, um, cause, yeah, unfortunately, your season did, uh, isn't going the way you maybe thought it was supposed to be going <laughs> or the way it, it, it was going to go, I guess I should say. <clears throat> and then we've got the Jeff Wilson Jr. trade. Um, so the Miami Dolphins are sending a 2023 third round pick to the San Francisco 49ers for running back Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, kind of surprised by this one just because uh, you're sending, I mean, I, I feel like they have so many running backs now. Uh, I mean, what Raheem Mostert, um, now you've got Jeff Wilson. I know there was there was a, another really good running back who I really liked couple, that they've had for a few years now, but you really don't see him anywhere anymore. I don't know. Very strange to me, but maybe that's a guy that um, um, that the, the the head coach really likes. Obviously, coming from the Forty ers he's worked with him before. Um, so I, I mean. He must really like him if he's, you know, wanting to trade a pick for him. So I guess, you know, I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out. Um, but I'm I'm sitting a little uneasy here if I'm a Dolphins fan, to be honest. I mean, you you've you've got a ton of running backs already. I mean, do we really need another one coming in? Um and and again, I just think, you know, you're 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 playing good. You're probably playing better than a lot of people thought you would this year. But are you playing to the level of some of the top dogs in the, the in the league right now? The the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles. Um, I don't know. I just I I don't I don't see it. So you know, I think you'd be happy and you you like what you do what you're doing so far um, in the year. But I think, but I think you've got a you you've still got a look to the future a little bit more and and say to yourselves, okay, you know, we're playing better than we thought, but, um, you know, we're, we're still a few pieces short and, um, you know, maybe we should hold on to these picks, use those picks to, to fill in some of these pieces that we're a little short on, uh, especially for a running back where you can, you know, you can, you can get a running back, uh, in so many different, you know, all, they're all over the league, you know? So, I mean, the running back is, is not a position that I feel like you should be 
trading for too often, but I guess we'll see how he ends up playing out in, in Miami. Um, but if you're the if you're the uh, 49ers, yeah, I mean, why not? You know, I'm sitting comfy here. You know, we we've got so many running backs, and um, Kyle Shanahan's offense is is really just he he's a running back specialist. You know, he he can he knows how to uh, to work a running game and make it effective. So he's not going to be too worried about who's running the ball back there because he can he can scheme things up to to kind of get him some good lanes. And and you just traded for Christian McCaffrey, uh, so you know he he essentially takes that spot that Jeff Wilson had, um, and and so yeah, and so why not go ahead, you know, bring on an, an additional pick, um, uh, and again, uh, you know, they're still a very good team, and with with a lot of depth at running back. So, you know, they can afford to, to lose one and, you know, bring out a, a pick that they can use on a different position that might need some help. So, uh, yeah, I'm sitting comfy here, not, not, not breaking a sweat that, that I lost Jeff Wilson. Cause again, you're essentially replacing him with uh Christian McCaffrey. Um, real quick, I guess some other news that we should uh, touch up on uh, Jamar chase uh, ends up getting, injured uh some kind of hip injury i believe he's going to be out for uh i mean it sounds like four to six weeks um but i don't think they've placed him on ir so they might think he might come back sooner than that um but that that's definitely i'm sitting uneasy if i'm if i'm a Bengals fan especially after watching them <laughs> on monday night without chase um they did not look good. Uh, Jamar Chase, you know, he's a he's a, a a stud, you know, top talent on that team. And I think he helps, you know, the whole offense in maybe ways that we don't really fully understand um, because they really looked bad on Monday night. Uh, you know, the Browns are, you know, good defense, but I feel like they should have done better than that, especially, you know, with Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, you know, Joe Mixon, you know, you still got some guys. So, um but yeah, uh, you hope Chase is coming back sooner rather than later because uh, you know if you're not careful, uh, if the Bengals aren't careful, the, they might be finding themselves outside the playoff picture uh, sooner rather than later. But yeah, tough break there for for the Bengals. <clears throat> and then we had news today uh, that Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Ravens, um is getting foot surgery and will be out for the year. Tough break for the uh, Ravens fans. Uh, you know, obviously sitting very uneasy with this one. He was supposed to be, you know, kind of the guy to, to really help the loss of um, Hollywood Brown, but he has not really lived up to the hype. I feel like, um, I think still a very talented player, but for whatever reason, it just, uh, has not clicked. Uh, it doesn't help all these injuries he's gotten. He's, he's kind of gotten several injuries. It seems like this year. And, uh, this is kind of the, the one to, to tip him over the top and, and kick him out for the rest of the year. So, um, you know, very unfortunate, but you know, you just hope, uh, he gets a, a quick recovery, a good recovery, and can come back ready to go next year. You know, a foot, especially for a receiver, never something you want to mess with. But um, 
you know, he's he's been out several games this year, so they kind of know what the offense looks like without him. They've been uh, implementing other receivers and, and finding other ways to to move the ball around. Uh, probably means more Isaiah Likely, the tight end who really had a great game this last week in, in the absence of uh, Mark Andrews. So, you know, there's still some options, some some good young options as well on the team that they can kind of maybe substitute him with. Um, I should maybe touch up on fantasy as well <laughs> with these with these players. Obviously, you can drop uh, Rashad Bateman. He won't be coming back. If you're in redraft, go ahead and drop him. Uh, you can feel safe about that until uh, next year. <clears throat> as far as um, receivers go for the Ravens, um, I don't know. I kind of like me myself some Devin Duvernay. Uh, if he's out there, uh, you know, I'd pick him up and, you know, stash him on the bench. I, I He's had some good weeks, but he's kind of up and down. He's kind of one of those speed guys that – can break a play for a really long play, but then he'll go a couple weeks without really doing much, you know, dropping passes and whatnot. So I like, I like the targets he's getting and I like the way they used, used him last week. So um, with, with Rashad Bateman out for the year, you know, they might have to rely on him a little more. So yeah, I, I keep my eye on him. See if you can't pick him up and, and he might be a useful fantasy stash. Um, but with Lamar Jackson, the Ravens offense is, is very hard to be consistent with the passing game. Uh, you know, he loves his tight ends. And so I think, you know, you're Mark Andrews. I think this just means more work for him, probably more running game action with, uh, Gus Edwards, um, and, uh, Justice Hill. And then I think maybe Isaiah likely as well. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if they use him more especially with how well he, he performed uh, last week. They might look at that and be like, oh, hey, this guy, you know, uh, he's got something. So, you know, let's let's find more ways to get him the ball. And again, he's kind of a tight end type player. So something Lamar Jackson loves. So, you know, why not? Uh, so, you know, I, I, I pick him up too, uh, especially as a handcuff to, to Mark Andrews, because uh, we know how effective he was without Mark Andrews last week. Um, if, if you got Mark Andrews, I, I'd be looking to pick up Isaiah likely and, and use him the, the weeks Mark Andrews isn't in there. Um, and, and he, he honestly might be a good enough with Mark Andrews that uh, you could use him as a flex, something like that. Uh, real quick on the Jamar chase. Um, it, yeah. Tough break there uh, for fantasy managers who had him. I think this just means an uptick in Tyler Boyd, uh, who, who's had a couple good games now. So I think uh, if you've got him or if he's available, you, I definitely want him on my team. Uh, I think he'll kind of pick up the slack enough to be more relevant than he has been. Uh, excuse me, my mouth's getting a little dry here. And um, and so I'm, I'm I like that. Um, as a as a Tyler Boyd owner in my leagues, same with T Higgins. Uh, obviously, he's been he's been playing well even with Jamar Chase, but I think this will just mean even more action 
so you, you love to see that. Uh, so you're definitely going to want those guys on your team. And even a little Hayden Hurst action. You know, I think Joe's really liked him and has been using him a lot, which I kind of I, I like that pickup for the Bengals this year. Uh, I think, you know, he's, he's a good tight end who can who can make some plays. So if even if you got Hayden Hurst, you know, I, I I'm liking that uh, as well. I think just more action and more more targets for all of those guys. Um, so, you know, I think Tyler Boyd, probably more flex, uh, T Higgins is probably more, still more wide receiver two, borderline wide receiver one. I think at the moment we'll see they're, they're, they're still struggling. So I think I'd probably still say wide receiver two, but wide receiver one upside. And, uh, and yeah, I'd feel confident starting Hayden Hurst, you know, every week, um, even even when Jamar Chase was in there, uh, Hayden Hurst was getting quite a bit of action. So he seems to be a nice security blanket there for Joe Burrow. So uh, you like to see that. He he's he, he probably won't wow your socks off or anything, but you know, good enough, solid enough to, you know, be content, especially with how void of uh, fantasy stars there are at the tight end position. <clears throat> um, trying to think. Oh, I guess um, maybe the last bit of news of we. I, I'll touch up on here. Uh, Michael Thomas sounds like is done for the year uh, after injuring his toe. Uh, it sounds like he might need some kind of procedure done on that as well. Really tough break for Saints fans, especially after, um, you know, he, he, he's. <laughs> it seems like he's been out forever. Finally comes back this year played well, played pretty well when he's, when he's, you know, had, had a chance, uh, looked like old Michael Thomas at times, but that has been cut short after another injury, definitely sitting uneasy here. I mean, he's a stud. You, you, you love, uh, Michael Thomas, if you're a Saints fan, you know, he's a beast and, and, uh, one of your staple offensive guys, but I mean, this does not look good for him and his future, you know, uh, you know, we, we might be hitting a point where he's just not going to stay healthy enough to, you know, be worth, um, keeping around, I guess. So, uh, yeah, really tough, but yeah, so I'm sitting uneasy there. I mean, I, I don't know if you were really, I guess that that division is, is pretty wide open at the moment with, with how, uh, you know, how, bad the bucks have been recently how much they've struggled so you know you, you hate to see that you know you'd love to have him around to make to make a run at the division but uh you know i i, I want to see more chris olave uh you know get let's let's get him more action let's get him more reps and and uh yeah get him more involved uh he's a beast and is 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 playing well for you so you know, he can handle it. And, um, I, you know, you, you've been playing pretty well without Michael Thomas the past couple of weeks anyway. So, I mean, I guess, you know, you're probably kind of used to it at this point. So uh, I, I don't think it's too big of a, of an issue, but as far as like the future and things, yeah, it, it, it's a tough one. Fantasy wise. If I have Chris Olave, I'm, I'm loving that. I think just, just means more targets, more action for, for him. Um, He's already kind of like a wide receiver too. I think this may push 
to wide receiver one uh, potential. Um, maybe some more Taysom Hill, maybe, but I don't know. Kind of doubt it. Uh, <laughs> Taysom Hill's kind of up and down anyway, so you know he's he's hard to rely on. I wouldn't I wouldn't really bet on that. Uh, but probably more uh, Alvin Kamara, who's he's starting to kind of look like himself again. Uh, he's been playing really well past couple weeks. So yeah, I love, I love that. Obviously uh, running back one that, uh, you know, said it and forget it there. Um, other than that though, honestly, I, I'm, there's not really anybody else. I'm, I'm very intrigued with on this uh, saints offense uh, when it comes to fantasy. Um, so I wouldn't be too worried about anyone else on that saints team. Uh Geez, okay, that was a lot, a lot of news, but hopefully that helps uh, with with maybe if you missed anything or, or kind of what we think of uh, everything that went down in the NFL this this last week. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more Daniel Snyder news as well as other, uh, you know, other player news as well. Um. The trades are officially done, though. Trade deadline has passed, so we won't be seeing any more of those. But a uh, fun, fun trade deadline. I like it. Uh, you know, it's looking more and more like the NBA trades, where you know everything is just everybody's just going crazy over them, and and you know the whole league is turning upside down for them. So, uh, you know, it makes it fun. So uh, it's enjoyable to see, and uh, you know, it's it's good to see a lot of these teams again doing that self reflection and making a commitment to either you know, being bad and, and retooling and rebuilding via the draft for the future or just uh, full sending it and, uh, you know, making a move to try and uh, try and win it all. Um, all righty. So that, that about wraps up uh, this week's edition of um, Comfy or Uneasy. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, so now we will go ahead and jump to uh, the kind of weekly recaps of the games uh, with the boy, he joined us for this one. Uh, so thanks for him to sticking around for that one. And um, yeah, here comes uh, the boy. All right, uh, now back to our weekly recap. Uh, like always, starting off with our couch game of the week. Uh, and the, the boy uh, was kind enough to wait around and do this segment with us before he bounces. But, um, let's go ahead and take a look at, uh, some of these games, NFL and college and, uh, which one we enjoyed the most. Let me pull up, um, the games that we uh, originally picked, uh, during last pod let's see so you picked ohio state versus penn state the heated rivalry did you did you watch any of that game i didn't but i'm pretty sure that it would blow out <laughs> yeah it wasn't as good i think as uh as uh i think a lot of people were hoping um well, you know, it, it was okay uh, there for a minute, but uh, yeah, uh, Ohio State ends up beating Penn State uh, 44 to 31. So, yeah, it 
Yeah, you know, got that out left, there, dear. <laughs> left, uh, yeah, left a little bit to be desired for sure. But um, it was probably better than my pick, which was Kentucky versus Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was hoping Kentucky would put up a better fight than that, but no. Um, yeah, that was definitely a blowout. Forty-four to six, Tennessee ends up just thrashing Kentucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, not not too not too good on our picks, but what game uh, do you wish you would have picked uh, for your our your our couch game of the week? Uh, go to the uh, go to the NFL games. I wish I would have switched and went with an NFL game. Yeah, the college wasn't as wasn't as good as maybe we we were hoping. Yeah, I. Maybe this is a little biased, but I'm going to steal it because it was a fantastic game. I had to rewatch highlights because we were running around. But the <laughs> Washington Commanders versus the Indianapolis Colts. Not, nice. a, not a shootout, but man, was that game crazy. I mean, I've been watching the highlights all week at work, sitting at work, watching the highlights. Game was just bonkers man it was crazy taylor heineke leads him down the field terry mclaurin mclaurin clutch catch at the goal line man that was just a fantastic game i i loved it so i think i mean obviously i wasn't gonna pick it because those two this teams are terrible (laughs) (laughs) but i could change it now i would have picked that one just because the way it ended it was just fantastic down to the wire close i like that one no, yeah, that was that was a good game. Glad I could catch some of it live. Um, yeah, let's see that. That's a good one. I would probably throw in. Uh, let's see, the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. That was nuts too. <laughs> that was a good one too. That that one went into overtime. Atlanta ended up winning 37 to 34. Fantastic game. Um, yeah, yeah. Another good kind of divisional matchup. But um, yeah, lots of lots of scoring in that one. Kind of some crazy plays here and there. So um yeah. Yeah, that that was a good one. Hopefully you guys gotta catch some of the, the action from both of those games. Let's go ahead and make our pick for our couch game of the week for this next week, week 10 in the college football, week nine in the NFL. And uh, let's see, I think you went first last time. So I think it's, I think it's my turn. Yes, I think that is correct. Um, All right, all right, all right. So let's see. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. I think we're going to have... Some bitter, some bitter matchups this week. But again, you know, it can, it can be hard to it can be hard to to tell. I'm gonna go ahead and take a look here at the uh, college games first. Oh yeah, look at that. We we had some Tuesday college games. We had some Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they put the crappy ones on those days. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh... Yeah, you didn't miss much if you guys didn't watch any of those games. So no no worries. Um let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I mean 
Not a ton of ranked opponents going head to head. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Texas, Kansas State. Yeah. The uh, 24th ranked Texas going to at Kansas State. Uh, six Alabama going to number 10 LSU. What about uh, number one Tennessee going to number three Georgia up there? Oh, yeah, of course. Definitely the matchup of the of the week, I think, for sure. That'll be good. Another SEC, two SEC opponents going head to head. Um, Wake 20, Forest. 21, Wake Forest. Yeah, going to add uh, 22nd NC State. So, yeah, not bad. Okay, yeah. Yeah, college kind of stepping it up. Let's see. Um, NFL. So, right now, Philadelphia and Houston are playing. Uh, we're recording this Thursday, November 3rd. Kind of a little, again, live action uh, or live reaction, I guess you could say. Um, what's going on here? Um, <laughs> let's see. I mean, I don't know about this game. I mean, so far, it's tied 14-14, started the third quarter. Decent decent game for now um but let's see what else we got on sunday uh seattle seahawks at the arizona cardinals i think that'll be kind of fun yeah, that'll be good the divisional matchup you know those those two always play each other tough los angeles rams at the tampa bay buccaneers two uh teams that we thought were going to be really good this year who have struggled so far Um, man, but honestly, other than that, I mean, I guess Monday night, you know, Baltimore at New Orleans, um, (laughs) (laughs) and that reaction to it all. I I don't know. I think Baltimore is pretty good, but I don't know if, I don't know if New Orleans is going to be able to, to hang with them. So I, I gotta steal the the gimme here. I'm I'm going I'm going Georgia, Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> Georgia. I think that's a pretty obvious one, but I'm doing it. That that game's gonna be very fun, uh, and a very good game. I, I'm rooting for Tennessee. I really like Tennessee, and I hope they can. I hope they can pull it off because uh, I I think they're a good team. So definitely don't count them out. But it, it's gonna be at Georgia. So. Definitely is going to be a hostile environment, but uh, yeah, that that'll be a matchup of two big dogs in the SEC. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm I'm high on Tennessee. I mean, they were they were my pick um, to begin with to be ranked. I mean, before all of it started, they weren't even ranked. Now they're the number one team in the nation. So they're, yeah, they could, they, were yeah. My, they were my sleeper team, and and they're proving me right. So I, I'm. Definitely voting for the, you know, hoping for the the Vols can pull this one out um, against a tough Georgia team. So that's definitely a good, good pick there. Um, I think I'm going to stay in the college world too, just because right. the NFL really tickled my pickle there. So yeah, uh, it's kind of it's kind of been slacking so far, yeah, but kind of a dull dull it. week this week. But uh, give give that give that a scroll down there, boy. Let's all see. right, all right. I think. Well, I'm going to pick, I think I'm going to take the, uh, 
Texas Kansas State game. I think that Ooh. one's. I think that one will be pretty good. I mean, okay. Uh, Texas is always pretty tough. I would pick the Alabama LSU game, but uh, you know, I don't want to be basic around here. So <laughs> let's let's go with another matchup that I think it's going to be good. Um, I like it. Yeah, I think Texas is pretty tough. Um, you know, they're always tough. It's with the Texas. You know, you can't count them out. Um, yeah. but, but Kansas State, man, now they're 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 looking pretty good this year. Um, and so I think I think that'll be a good matchup between those two teams. I think they'll they'll uh, they'll be a nice um, matchup. So definitely watch out for that one um, and tune in. I think that'll be a good game. Yeah, Kansas State—they're they, a fun team to watch. So yeah, definitely uh, see if you can get get some of their action. Um, but yeah, Big Twelve matchup. So yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I think that'll be yeah a, a fun game for sure. I guess we should mention Clemson at Notre Dame. I mean, I know yeah. Notre Dame is not as good as we thought, but they still got a lot of talent, and it's at Notre Dame, and they're playing a, a highly ranked opponent. So I think. They they might uh, step up their game for this matchup. Um, awesome. Well, let's go ahead and transition over to our ace of the week from this last week in the NFL. I haven't picked anyone yet, so let's let's go ahead and again we'll pick three candidates and then uh, narrow it down to just one who we thought was the couch coach ace of the week. Um, anybody off the top of your head coming to mind, Blaine? I think we better throw uh, Christian McCaffrey on the list. Out of nice, nice. Dog, man, went off three total touchdowns, threw for one, you know. Yeah. Through the air. So, I mean, automatically he, he jumped into my head just, just like that. So. I like it. I think he's a good one to put on the list, you know. He's, oh, let's see. It's really, really his first breakout game of of uh being you know of him with the 49ers uniform on so that, that was big yeah yeah he killed it uh yeah so he he ran for a touchdown caught a touchdown and threw a touchdown right <laughs> jeez <laughs> yeah well wow well, that's a rap sheet <laughs> right uh yeah he was all over the place so yeah, I like that. I like that for sure. They get the win against a you know a good rival of theirs in the division against the Rams. Um, let's see, going down the list. You got anybody, boy, that tickles your pickle? Yeah, uh, who's tickling my pickle here? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe King Henry. What do you think? Thirty-two uh, carries, two hundred and nineteen was... yards, two touchdowns. I was just about to say King Henry. Yeah. Belonging on that list, man went off. Yeah, he was a beast, and the the true Derrick Henry came out. <laughs> yeah, but and I guess they needed it because uh, they only won by a touchdown against yeah, the that Texans. Was a close one. <laughs> so uh, it's a good thing he showed up. But let me go ahead and put him on the list here. All right. We've got one more slot here. All right, but I'm gonna say name. You got you. Do we put AJ Brown on there? AJ Brown. He did. He did have a pretty nice game. Um. 
Yeah, you know, I think we might have to. I'm trying to look, make sure we didn't. Hop did pretty good too, but I don't know. Who D Hop? D Hop did good, yeah. Yeah, but but they ended up losing, so it's oh. kind of uh, two and not bad. Twenty nine to thirty six for three hundred and eighty two yards and three touchdowns. I think we put two on there instead. I think we get. Yeah? I think we give AJ a shout out because we've got two skills players, but we don't have a QB. So I think we put two on the list. Dang. Okay. Two are getting, making the cut. We'll shout out AJ though. Man went off. Man went yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He did good. Uh, showing everyone why that trade for him was worth it for the Eagles. Yeah. They're, they're laughing in the Titans' face right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Jeez. Alrighty, let me. Uh, who do you think um should win this week's Ace of the Week? Oh man, I I don't know. Well, if you disagree, then then just let me know. But I think I think it should be McCaffrey. I think that's pretty impressive what the man did. I mean, caught one, ran one, threw one. That's that's really everything. <laughs> Unless he kicked one, then he really <laughs> he did every everything he needed to do. Right, right. I, I think that's pretty impressive. I mean, what was that's his second game as a 49er and he's already yeah. man's crazy. He's gonna Jeez. blow up in uh, San Francisco. So I, I think Christian, but if you if you have a a disagreement, let me know. No, I think I'm with you. Uh especially a tough matchup against, you know divisional uh foe opponent and uh yeah like you said only a second game uh they they really got beat up real good last week against the chiefs so for them to show up like they did uh yeah i think that was a big time performance by by a star so yeah yeah let's do it christian mccaffrey uh week eight ace of the week i like it Let's go. Uh, and that about wraps up um, this kind of week in our weekly recap. Um, and then let's we'll jump over to our um, picks for this next week. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so to wrap up, like always, we're going to go ahead and uh, run down our, p- our picks that we picked last week pod and see who came out victorious this week and uh and then pick our our picks for week 10 or sorry week nine week nine um and see who can uh, get the win this this next coming week um all right so to start um this last week off it was uh the ravens at the bucks um, I believe we both had the the Bucks, or sorry, the Ravens, and we were both correct in that assessment. Next up, we had the Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and to be honest, I don't know who won this game. <laughs> you don't. It was Denver. Oh really? Oh yeah, Denver barely snuck it out. That's right. Snuck I went. It. I went Jacksonville. Um, I think so I, I ended up. 
I ended up getting that one wrong. Oh, yeah, you did too. So uh, we were both wrong there. Dang it. Um, then we have the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, you picked the Falcons. As did I. And uh, we were both correct in that one. Then we have the Chicago Bears at the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, we both picked Dallas in that game. And we were correct. And now we've got the Miami Dolphins at the Detroit Lions. Uh, You picked Miami, as did I. Both correct. Nice. Uh, Then we had the Arizona Cardinals at the Minnesota Vikings. Once again, both picked Minnesota, and we were correct. Nice. Then we had the Las Vegas Raiders uh, going to New Orleans Saints. Um, who won that? Who won that one? Honestly, <laughs> I'm forgetting. Uh, the Raiders got shut out. Oh, that's right. We both had um, we had the Raiders winning that one, but uh, coming off the bye and they get shut out. Twenty four nothing. That's horrible. Jeez. Okay. Uh, then we had the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. I, I had. Yeah, I had New England on this one. You went with the Jets two weeks in a row, but uh, not this time, boy. The Jets cannot get past old Billy B. They showed their true colors, dang it. Yep, yep, dang it. Uh, Then we had the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I believe we both picked the Eagles, so we were right there. Then the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Once again, both correct in picking Tennessee. And then we've got the Washington Commanders at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Once again, we are correct in picking the Commandos. I think this was after the Matt Ryan trade. Or before, wasn't it? Or before the Matt Ryan benching? benching? Maybe it wasn't. No, I think I don't think it was. I think it was after. Yeah. yeah. Then we had the San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Both had San Fran in that one, and we were both correct. And then we had the New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. I had Seattle winning that one. Um, and you had the New York Giants. And so I had another wrong one there for you. No! <laughs> um, and then we had the Green Bay Packers visiting the Buffalo Bills. And we both had Buffalo in that one, which is correct. And then the Cincinnati Boners going to the <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> oh my gosh uh the cleveland browns and the cleveland browns end up getting the win and we both picked cincy so we both got that one wrong but i think 
it doesn't come down to the score because I got those two right and you got those two wrong. Yeah, it's bold. <laughs> I think that which means I come out victorious once more. Whoa. <laughs> no. Let's go. Maybe next time, buddy. Dang it. <laughs> Let's see. So you had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, correct? And I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Let's go. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see how much how much luck you got this next week, but let's do it. Um Alrighty, alrighty. Okay. Um right now the game is tied on Thursday night. I think it's it's pretty fair to maybe make a prediction. Um it's it's kind of middle of the third quarter. Tied at 14. Who do you think's winning this game? Eagles. Oh, the boy is taking the Eagles. And so am I. Let's go. Eagles fly. Eagles fly. Um, who does the boy got in the Los Angeles Chargers at the Atlanta Falcons game? Give me the Chargers. I think the Chargers take this one. Chargers. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I'm going Chargers here. Um, coming off the bye, I think they'll be ready. Uh, let's go. I've got Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears after acquiring Chase Claypool. Give me Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I am in agreement. Miami will take this one. Miami, it is. Then we've got the Carolina Panthers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Who do you like in this game? I think since he comes out a little angry, I think that after that embarrassment, I think they uh, take this one. I'm with you. Yeah, I think they've got they've got to they've got to step it up, and I think they'll be they'll be ready for the challenge. So give me Cincinnati at home. Then we've got the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. And, man, I think this one might be closer than you think. But I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Green Bay. Nice. I I agree. Yep, I think it'll be close, but I think Green Bay takes it. Yep. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, then we've got the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. Uh, who do you like in this one? Ah, uh, give me the Patriots. Uh, Colts still with their backup. I think I think the Patriots and Billy B take this one. Yep, I'm with you, Sam Ellinger. Uh, I think he's going to be in the blender, trying to figure out uh, Belichick's defense. So, yep, I'm with you there. Then we've got the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. 
And I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, this one's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, dang it. Buffalo is a powerhouse, so uh, give me Buffalo. Yeah, but I don't think uh, Jets are quite ready to be competing at that level. Oh, geez. AJ Brown AJ just Brown touchdown. scored. I'm playing against him, of course, in fantasy. <laughs> oh, my word. And, of course, none of my guys will score. So stupid. Uh, then we've got the Minnesota Vikings at the Washington Commandos. Who you like in this one? Minnesota's taking this one. Minnesota's oh. tough, but uh, yeah, Minnesota. You know, I love my Commandos. They're going to be fired up after this new news with their owner. But I'm going Minnesota as well. Uh, yeah, Minnesota's playing real well this year, so I, I like him. Um, then we've got Las Vegas Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, man, does Vegas look real bad right now, so give me the Jaguars. I agree. I think the Raiders are quite a mess, so I, I think the Jaguars take this one. Oh, shoot. It's all chalked up right now. Uh, but who do you got in the uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals game? Oh, man. Give me give me Seattle. I think Seattle takes this one. Wow, okay. This game. Yeah, yeah. This one's going to be tough. But, man. Uh, I want to pick Seattle, but I think I'm going to go AZ. All right. All AZ, right. AZ at home. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Might be a good pick. Uh, and then uh, let's see. We've got the Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shoot. The Rams have to travel across the country. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Buccaneers. That's funny that you say that. I actually agree. I think I think the Buccaneers, um, after last week, they hung around with the Ravens. So yeah, for a little, for a little bit. So I, I'm taking Bucks. Makes sense. Then we've got the Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. That'll be a pretty good game. Uh, the Tennessee's always tough. Um, who who you picking in that one? Oh, Chiefs for sure. I think Chiefs take this. Titan Titans are tough, but uh, I think the Chiefs offense is just too much. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, give me Chiefs here at home Sunday night. They'll be ready. Uh, coming off the bye last week, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. they'll be ready to go. Uh, then we've got the Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. And I'm going Baltimore here. Um. Yeah, Baltimore's playing pretty good right now. So, uh, yeah, I like what they're doing. Where New Orleans, I just don't think offensively they are able to keep up with an offense like the Ravens, especially after losing Michael Thomas for the year after his toe injury. Um, who do you like in that game? Yep, I agree. I, I'm taking Ravens. I, I think without Michael Thomas, uh, I think 
the Ravens will uh, take over, man. I think they they take this win. Oh boy, that means that it all comes down to the Seattle Arizona game and whoever ends up winning that matchup. Uh, so another good week of picks between the two of us. Hopefully, we get more right than we do wrong. Um. <laughs> All right, boy, we've kept you long enough, I guess. We will wrap this sucker up. Any last words? No, no, just, that we, again, we got some good games. Uh, college college will be fun, you know, that Darren shouted out the Tennessee-Georgia game. Definitely tune in to all of them. We're going to be good, man. It's it's We're right in the thick of it. we got to enjoy it, you know. It's, it's crazy how fast it's going, but uh, enjoy it. Keep watching, keep listening. Um, you know, you guys are going to, you, you got to hear from from the boy and all of his insights. He, he's really the one you guys come to listen to. He, he's no, the mind. The mind no. of it. I, I don't gut. <laughs> no. It's all gut. His your <laughs> knowledge. So he's he's fun to listen to and he's great. So uh, keep tuning in. We're having fun. Um, again, just keep watching the games. We love we love it. So yes, sir. That's right. Appreciate the support and the can follows subscriptions ratings reviews and sharing with everybody um and that wraps up another episode of coaching from the couch we will talk to you guys next week peace